welcome to the internet, 1995. Cheers. What are you drinking, Roy? I'm drinking an Island Dew. What are you drinking, Doug? Um, well, I just took a sip of Island Dew, uh, but I have a short glass of Wilford Brimley. Well, happy Friday. Welcome back. Welcome back from the booth. We are in the booth at Colt Classic Brewing in the world-class listening room, our grand old hoppery here. And we have tons of new music and cool stories for you guys this week. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, so if this is your first time here, we have a, a uh, exceptional open mic that takes place every Tuesday. Doors open at 7 o'clock-ish. And the music goes until it stops, which is how it works. However, uh, ours is going until at least 11 o'clock at night these days. So exciting stuff. Yeah, a ton of, ton of people this week. Yeah. Um, Sean Craddeville, uh, Mark Mazur. Yeah, uh, we got Brian Chiotti was uh, a walk-in for us on Tuesday night as well. Yep, he kicked the night off. Uh, Nick Seckler returning. Yeah, and of course, where you see a Nick Seckler, you've got there's, a Steve Sherman. There's always a Sherman. Yeah. Pretty close by. Yeah. Uh, we had our friends at Freak Flag Fly come by. That was pretty exciting. They had their, uh, their not debut... Uh, not debut on the stage, but <laughs> debut under Freak Flag Fly. So that was pretty exciting. Yeah, they came in, um, what was that, a year, two years ago? It was uh, July 3rd of 2019. It was our unofficial defrail pregame show. That unsanctioned. We unsanctioned pregame. And uh, they just came in and tried to bum rush the stage. And, and I'm like, we had five bands or something that night, and they just come in here. And I thought they were, like, one of the bands. And I'm like, what, what, what are you doing? What's going on? And they had all this weird gear with them. And I'm like, I was like, everybody stop. Tell me what is happening. And they were wearing paper masks they had made. To look like Jake Swinney and Jake Corsi Willis of DeFrail. <laughs> yeah, so, so once I got to the bottom of what was happening, I was like, man, just get up on stage and just, just play. And they did cumbersome yeah. over and over and over and over. And over. Yeah, um, I wasn't there for that part. I had been lured out of the building. So yeah, you were tricked over to perform uh, said hijinks. Tricked over to what you call it for that? Damn trickery. Trickery. Well, uh, yeah. So Freak Flag Fly was here, and um, they have. We'll have to get them on the podcast to tell their great story too. Yeah. They uh, they broke down um, the whole thing with the Washingtonian and and all the cool stuff they've been doing. But really fun guys, and uh, and just love to have them as part of the scene. They played some original music this week as well. Yeah, Sam walked in. Yes, and then he brought the house down um, with, uh, was, is it called? Another, last, another, another dinner, dinner alone. alone. Yeah, another dinner alone. Woo, man. man. Did that. We'll have to get that one on here. Yeah. Um, Steve Van Rankin was in the house, mm -hmm. the SVV, uh, and then we had Chapel Hill. Yeah, it's a new, new young band. New um, young band, debut show. Yep, debut show. Uh, Sarah Page brought them along. Yeah. Asked if we could get them a slot and got them up there, and it didn't disappoint. You're going to hear something from them later. Yeah, uh, great new music and um, and just really talented and passionate about what they were playing. So you guys will get to enjoy that as well. And then we had um, Sarah Page, who was our host on Tuesday, yep. and she was joined on stage by her guitarist Zach Lambert. Yep. Um, and so we got original music out of them as well, which you're going to hear momentarily. And just so everyone knows, when we're here at Open Mic, um, we're recording live to the room on our little Zoom H4N Pro. Um, so if you're ever here, you know, and you don't want something on the podcast while we're recording, don't say it. That's a good Cause, point. 
because it's live in the room. <laughs> um, well, uh, we're going to get into all the events and stuff going on as well, but uh, I just wanted to take one more uh, moment to remind you guys about our fancy uh, brand spanking new website, cultclassicbrewing.com. Um, really easy to view our events, get all the details, order tickets, um, reserve spaces, etc. cetera. Uh, you can also find our beer. Yeah, it really looks great. Yeah. Cheers. So uh, check it out. Come by. Um, cultclassicbrewing.com. That's drink two. That's two drinks. Oh, two drinks, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you don't know how to play, it's pretty simple. If I say cheers or Doug says cheers or anyone says cheers. Or great. Or great. Drink. You drink. That was five times if you were counting. That's gonna be rough. All right, we got a we got a great show for you today. Um, so we're gonna kick things off with an original from Sarah Page, who was our host, um, and then we've got a uh, really special interview we're gonna dive into uh, that kind of ties into this weekend's music, and then we've got that uh, that new music from the up and coming group Chapel Hill, who played their debut show here on Tuesday night. Yeah, so let's get right into it. This one's gonna be uh, by Sarah Page, uh, and she was accompanied by Zach Lambert. Cheers. Oh. 
So that was Sarah Page, and she had Zach Lambert playing guitar with her. Uh, incredible, incredible musician. She did a great job as the host, kept everybody uh, kind of wrangled, kept everybody pretty tight with all the extra walk-ins and, and uh, people, you know, breaking down the doors to get in here. So Sarah Page. Yeah, it sounded great. Yeah, looking Cheers. forward to more of that. Thank you. Cheers. Double. All right. So we got events coming up, folks. Lots of things going on here at Cult Classic. This weekend is jam flipping packed. Um, we're, of course, going to put this thing out about two hours before doors open tonight. So Malo Hill, five-piece out of Baltimore. It's um, originals and covers funk, pop, rock, uh, soul, all kind of infused. Um, really passionate. They got some great videos online. We posted a bunch of them over the last week or two, so check those out. It's a free show. Yeah. Free Friday. Yeah, free Friday. Doors were 7.30. They'll probably be 8 because um, it's 7.30-ish. We're just going to put yeah. ish at the end of everything from now on. Ish, ish. And ish. Then, and then Saturday. Saturday. The return of Cavusi. Oh, and the typos. Yes, we are ready. We are so ready for this show. The um, the high tops are selling out quickly, so jump on those if you want a guaranteed um, sit-down spot for the show on Saturday. Get your tickets. Yeah. Um, man, I've just had Hatteras stuck in my head for weeks. Weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah, it's weeks. a really good, really good song. Yeah. Um, which, speaking of which, we're actually about to queue up our interview with Jesse Dean. Yep, um, part because two. Yeah, we, um, we interviewed both of them separately, Jesse Dean and Kedvusi. They, um, they are celebrating their fifth anniversary this week, and Charles is playing a show on Saturday. And so we've saved a little uh, snippet or two from these interviews where we uh, – where we got to know them a little bit, kind of in a newlyweds fashion. Yeah, this one, uh, this part of the interview is actually going to delve into how they met. Yeah. So this one's going to, this one segment's entitled uh, Jesse Dean on Love. Yeah. yeah so, so yeah, you know what, we're just going to cue that up right now, and then we'll, after the okay. interview, we'll tell you about the other stuff we got going Sounds on. Sounds good. All right, so uh, <laughs> clean your ears out, folks. This is Jesse Dean. <laughs> Cheers. I'm back. All right, and we are back with Jesse Dean, and it is time to play a little bit of the Newlyweds game. Of course, you remember we had Charles in, Charles Cabusi, a couple weeks back. And uh, as you heard in tonight's interview, we got to talk to Jesse Dean and get to know her a little bit better. So now we're going to ask her the same questions we asked Charles to see uh, how close they scored on who got the answers correct. And heads up, Charles claims... Uh, he was having an off night when we interviewed him. Uh, yeah, he said he couldn't likely remember. Likely story. He, he felt horrible because he, he couldn't remember anything. I don't do have high it. expectations, so that's well, honestly why our relationship succeeds. My, my, cheers. My, my, <laughs> yeah, my, cheers. My money's on you, Jesse, by the way. <laughs> yep. Hey, what are you guys drinking now real quick before we go too far into this? Still the Charles... The Charlesberry yep. Blonde. Strawberry blonde. Hell yeah. <laughs> but, but, you, but you did have a shot out front, so that counts. I did, literally just now. Um, and Rory, what are you drinking? Switch it up to the equals beer for um, for a moment. It's nice. Equals beer. And I, I have another bullet on the rocks. Weird. It's so unlike you. You love the bullet, man. Four chambers to go. <laughs> All right, Jesse Dean, first, qu first question for you. Okay. Where? Where was yours and Charles' first date? Yes. <sighs> they Neither one of them know. You see, <laughs> the thing about that word date. <laughs> like maybe not... Guilty as charged, I guess, is the best answer for that. Um, so, um... <laughs> 
Well, you're <laughs> I don't know. Your first, your first experience, like quote unquote, out. It, like like you met up at a bar, and I mean, I I guess I would say that uh, the very first night we met at Roadie Joe's was the closest thing that I would call a first date. We were like both really not wanting to be in a relationship, um, but we both really liked each other a lot back then. I don't know if he'd say the same now. No. <laughs> he gave the same answer. It's so. you can't even really. It, we definitely didn't do it the way that mom and dad would have intended. So I don't know that we had a first date. We were like really good friends immediately, and also just enjoyed each other's company so it was probably six months before we decided that we were like okay we're boyfriend girlfriend or whatever that means yeah that's probably what it was yeah there you go (laughs) were you still in salisbury at the time yeah so i lived in salisbury in a little apartment on smith street for about a year and a half and um Smith Street. Yeah, it was either really hot or really cold because they were old apartments and did not have the climate controls that one might hope for. Yeah, yeah. we drank a lot of bullet in that apartment, actually. Like a lot. I had a lot of fun in Salisbury, and I know Rory spent a lot of time down there. Yeah, actually, doing a big Salisbury Flocktoberfest event here in September, a big celebration for uh, all things Salisbury alumni. Well, let me know when that is. I would love to to participate. I won't say that I really have a love for Salisbury. It did a lot of painful growth in that town, but here we are. Yeah, that's a good that's a good expression for it. I think too. Yeah. I'm also from like an island, so well, I the one thing we didn't don't ever want to live in Salisbury. <laughs> yeah, so not a lot of that island. We I think we actually asked Charles where you are oh, from really? originally. Because um, we, we kind of figured you he met you down south or you met down south. Is that actually, not I, at all. Yeah, we met in Salisbury. It's surprising that you met in Salisbury. Yeah, it, it was very... originally... Uh, St. Simon's Island, which is about an hour south of Savannah, an hour north of Jacksonville. Oh, cool. Yeah, um, I grew up there, born and raised there. And yeah, yeah. So, so I had this whole thing envisioned in my head that he was down there touring. Wouldn't that be and, cool and you, if and that you were it? Down there, it, w- it wasn't what, that. What I thought happened. No, so. small world. It's a little more dramatic than that, unfortunately. <laughs> it's still right. a good time. <laughs> um, you've already answered the second question, so this one should be short. The first time you played live music together. Oh, well, actually, I guess technically you didn't. You didn't. No, they didn't. And he struggled with this one too. Okay, okay. You're no, both, I'm gonna get it. Open. I'm gonna get it. I will get back to you with the name of the place, but it's a hotel, Baltimore Harbor. Um, it was a gig that he had booked, and we'd been together enough, and I'd been to enough of his gigs where I could just like do op my way through like the entirety of his three hour set. And you know, we were together for the weekend. I was staying with him through the weekend so it just made more sense for me to play the gig with him with him because i could yeah um so it was there it was in the hotel lobby restaurant some hotel in baltimore harbor nice and it was awful i did not (laughs) feel comfortable for a single five seconds with it as most shows in a hotel lobby are yeah 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 we had a good time but the gig (laughs) was terrible (laughs) 
All right, what's the first live music you saw together? That we saw together? Live for, for live music just that, at all? Yeah, first show yeah. you went out to, just to have fun. Um, Well, uh, clarify, because like uh, a, a show that we bought tickets to, like yeah, to go see, yeah, or like that's perfect. That's perfect. bar and... Yeah. Um, I think the first show that we actually bought tickets to was like almost three years into our relationship because music is just a, like half of our life, so it's a constant. Sure, sure. Um, it was Lake Street Dive at Ramshead uh, in at PowerPoint. Yeah, or, or PowerPoint, solid, power solid, power sure. plant. That's nice. what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> solid show. Power, power <laughs> in a PowerPoint. <laughs> get points for that one because charles uh could not muster that one up well those if the, the first questions are hard for us because we're like not a conventional couple we don't fit into the boxes so right, i don't well, let's move on to the favorites yeah yeah uh favorite spot for brunch mm. <laughs> did he tank on all of them is this supposed he, to be he, my he favorite or his favorite uh your joint favorite spot our to joint together favorite for brunch? Yeah, it was very specific because there's another themed meal as well. Mm. Sorry, Charles. I don't... For brunch. When do we do brunch? Probably our kitchen at this point. I don't... Is it is it our kitchen? I don't... No, uh, <laughs> I mean, he said... He's, he's a big fan of the Metro, and uh, also he said Iron Rooster will go too. Oh, okay. Fair. Well, if I could backtrack, I will say the first place that I ever stayed with Charles like overnight uh, as a couple, he took me to Iron Rooster the next day. And that was probably the first and most sober date that we had together. Maybe. So yeah. so Maybe let's say Iron thing. Rooster. Yeah. All right. Well, perfect segue. Yeah. Favorite post-show spot for food. Oh. Where do you go after most of the lights go out? Again, this is really hard because that's a lot of nights of the week and we're not always in the same city. Um, I don't know. Like, if we're downtown, probably Tsunami because they're late night sushi. Classic. Sometimes Double T, like one or two times, maybe. I don't know. There's nothing wrong with Double T. We had some disco fries at 4 a.m. once. (laughs) Once. (laughs) It was fine. Once being the keyword. Uh, Charles was saying Nam Nam Kang. Oh, Nam Kang. Um, yes, it would be more often if we were m- closer to Baltimore and willing to drive through that side of Baltimore at two to four a.m. Rare. I'm still trying good. to figure out how either Rory re-listened to our interview with Charles. Or he did he his wrote, research, or he wrote that down and he still has that post-it from like. Three either weeks way, ago. that's impressive. You carbon date it one way or another. <laughs> I'm very much a pen and, and paper person, though. I keep my core memories on random pieces of paper (laughs) doesn't work out well usually (laughs) (laughs) they're all down there somewhere out there um all right last question for you yes Um, it's time for uh for you to gift each other a nice bottle of something oh Um, what do you gift each other a nice bottle of yeah um i would gift charles a really nice bottle of whiskey, probably. Um, 
not super well versed in like what the nicer bottles are because if we're being honest i never buy those but <laughs> um i don't know like a woodford reserve or very good, very so something that's very drinkable good and maybe yeah. honestly we a lot of points there we really enjoy food a lot and uh, you probably realize that we both like to drink a lot so i don't know if i would do just a bottle even it would be like a, a dinner and, and drink kind of thing uh, yeah. if i really wanted to get him something nice it would have to include food as well or we would end up fighting because there was only whiskey we love lunaces okay um gotta check it out lunaces is killer uh, family-owned restaurant, like, within the same Greek families, first-generation immigrants through the early 1900s. They're, like, really an amazing restaurant in Annapolis. You should check it out. Doug, you never take me anywhere nice. I, I never so take rude. Never nice. take me anywhere nice. All right, well, thank you. For yeah, that. thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesse Dean. We'll be uh, patching these interviews in over the next couple uh, episodes, so thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, now we got to open the doors for open mics. So. Yeah, yeah, Jesse's hosting tonight, so... Look out. Here we go. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Squat out. Squat out. That's something. Jesse Dean, the wonderful, the lovely Jesse Dean. Thank you so much again for joining us in the booth and for sharing uh, that really cool uh, story. Yeah, it was, a really good, it was a really good story. Yeah, five years. Congratulations and cheers, cheers to that. five years. Five years of choosing love. Charles what a great story. Well, wasn't that a great story? And Jesse D. It was, yeah. It's funny how the uh, plans align sometimes. Um, or I guess maybe that's just fate, which maybe is ironic. Anyway, let's not get too far into that stuff. Um, so, as we said before, Cavusi is going to be playing. Cavusi and the Typos are taking the stage on Saturday. Tickets still available. Tickets still available. We will be selling at the door as well, but uh, obviously best to guarantee your spot in advance. Uh, you can go to culttickets.com. That'll take you right to our full ticketing website where you can select your seats or choose the general admission. Yeah, so this will be a uh, sitting and standing show. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with a dance floor. With a dance floor. Yeah, we're back. Footloose laws are gone. Mm. So... Uh, and then that's going to lead us to just about Sunday, which is Father's Day. And as everybody knows, we have the Father's Day cruising at Colt Classic every year. This year is no different. Um, the cars are back in town. So, gentlemen, start your engines. Uh, the car so the cruising starts at 10 a.m. and runs till 2 p.m. Uh, and then we have a subsequent full afternoon of events as part of the Pirate Island Father's Day cruising event. You're going to want to get here in the morning. Oh, yeah, because, be here for the cars. Because bloody, bloody Marys will abound. Yes, and uh, we're yeah. forcing the kitchen to do breakfast sandwiches, and also we're going to have beer brats all day. And there's there's a lot of pickled vegetables that are, I've, I've requested pickle, pickled oh. vegetables for the Bloody Mary. I, so bet, we're gonna have pickled, I bet you asked for okra. Pickled okra, there's going to be that. Um, pickled cauliflower. Uh, new, new deal, every time Doug says pickled okra uh, <laughs> together, you have to drink. Yeah, so we have all that. I don't know if there's any string beans that are going to be involved, but... Um, so the Bloody Bar is going to be running. Bloody Bar. Breakfast sandwiches. Yep. Brats all day. Brats all day. Uh, the car show, uh, cruising, <coughs> 10 to 2. Yeah, and, and last year, I guess it was last year, um, on this same event, I got to drive the Lamborghini. Ah, yes, that's right. So hopefully the Lamborghini will be back 
Well, Vicky this drove year. it right after you. Yeah, so. he, yeah, she did. Well, it was funny because I walked up to the guy. I was like, hey, man, can you take me for a ride? He's like, a ride? You can drive it. And he just handed me the keys. And I'm like, absolutely. And everybody's going, I don't think that's such a good idea. <laughs> well, e- we live to tell the tale. You know, eased it out on Route 50. Um, but then when I came back around on Route 8, I gave it to it. <laughs> Surprisingly easy to shift. I was thinking that, you know, it would be some kind of transmission that was, wasn't fully synchronized and was going to be hard to shift. But easy to shift. Well, there you have it. Maybe Doug will drive a. But he said he was going to be selling it. Ferrari so Testarossa. Maybe he's going to have something year. else this year. Yeah. Or one of the classic cars from the film Fast and the Furious. That's Not fun. to be accused with Fast and Furious, which is technically the fourth of the series, unless you don't count the third. But you know, we're getting into splitting hairs here. So after the cars. After the cars, we've got Legs, the ultimate ZZ Top tribute band who's going to be coming on after the Surf Jaguars. Surf Jaguars, yep. And they're going to be opening the show. There's aerial dancers and fire and all this other cool stuff. That's going to this is all going to take place in a side lot. West side lot. It's 20 bucks if you're over the age of 12, I believe, but check the website for sure. Yep. And uh, we'll have Tito's in the house, so there'll be booze a slinging. Yep. We'll be pouring the Love Point light and strawberry out there, and uh, that's official Tito's too. That's that's official official, official. Tito's. Yeah. Um. So you know that'll make people happy, and uh, and, and I then think the the highlight giving of the, the Tito's away. I think we're still kind of splitting hairs okay. on that. We, right. there, that's the plan, but um, I'm, we have to make sure we can legally do gotcha. all that stuff. I question that myself. Yeah, and then um, and then the highlight, the headliner there of uh, of the evening at six o'clock, we're gonna have Eclipse take the stage, which is Journey Tribute Band, the ultimate Journey Tribute. Isn't band. it always the ultimate? It's always the ultimate, unless it's the ultimiter. Which is what we call Eclipse. Yeah, so that's all going to be on the grease trap. On the grease trap, folks. Sunday, 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 Father's Day, June 20th. Party starts at 10 a.m. at the Bloody Bars. Be here or be square. So looking a little farther out, um, Company B. Yeah. It's another tribute band. That show is selling like crazy. We are more than a third, more than, we are halfway sold on that show already, and we still have six weeks to the show. Halfway sold, and we're talking full cap here. Yeah, we're talking uh, just under 200 Yeah, people. just under 200 full, um, yeah. you know, half sold. So tickets yeah, get, are a-moving. Get your tickets for that. Yeah, and that's going to be part of our third anniversary weekend, which we're going to delve more into after this Father's Day weekend because we just have so much going on. we got too much to talk about. Yeah, and then Rebel Soul's coming back. Yep, yeah. So check out colttickets.com. You can see all those upcoming shows. Um, Rebel Soul. Bad Company, of course, snatch up those Cavusi tickets. Yep. The uh, Bootleggers and Baptists are coming. We've got a few tickets left for the comedy show at the end of July as well. Colttickets.com should be your number one place to online shop at all times. Yeah, don't don't sleep on that comedy show because no. the last time, well, was I think it was the first time. I mean, there was people outside the door. There was yeah. like 50 people outside the door just trying to look in and hear what was going on. So that's always a really good time. Yeah, and comedy's and I, happening. It's alive yeah. and well down here. And I think he's got a really good headliner yes. set up for this one, too. So. Yep. And then the reason we're here every Tuesday, the open mic. Of course. Wouldn't be anywhere else. Uh, so be here when the doors open at 7-ish for the performance room, or you can get here beforehand. Get yourself a nice hand-tossed pizza pie. Uh, dough made fresh in-house. And then Wednesdays. Uh, Wingo. W-I-N-G-O. Um, it's the hottest new trend in town. If you kids aren't doing it, you should check it out. It's uh, 
Totally legal, totally safe, good, and good for you. Wingo is pretty simple. You drink, you play, and you win. And at the end, there's a blackout round. Explain that to us. I w- I've never f- made it through without having it live up to its name, so I couldn't tell you. Okay. But apparently, there's free shots of Fireball, which is the most disgusting liquor on the planet. I'm sorry, $3 shots, not free. There's no free shots. <laughs> Disregard. Can we, the FCC, all right, don't worry. Um, and then uh, stick around at the end of the month. We'll be doing our books and beer thing the final Monday of every month. We have our book club this month. We're covering Lamb, the Gospel According to Biff, Christ's Childhood Pal. Absolute riot. Such a great uh, such a great book and quick read by Christopher Moore. If you guys want to be here, um, we start at 6-ish on Monday, and uh, we're not actually open that night, so you got to do the secret knock when you get to the door. I think you had FCC on your mind because of what we were doing up on the roof earlier. I know not what you speak of, Doug. All right, it's time for Doug's movie quote. Are you ready? Okay, lay down. We got a stupid baby to make. If you or someone near you knows what film that is from, please jump onto whatever social media platform you can that you've acknowledged that we are doing this podcast and let us know what film it's from for a chance to win a drink in the booth with us. So last week, we actually had a winner. Ding, 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 ding. Our first proper online winner ever, although Daniel Comfort did win once, too. Oh, you're right. Daniel did win. That's right. Well, you know what happened. We, we, we dragged him up, and we made him host uh, Open Mic. That's so I guess we'll have to do the same thing yeah. with uh, a Mr. Joshua Mudge. Oh, Mudge. Mudgy. Welcome back, Mudge. It was great to have you here a couple yeah. weeks ago, and thanks for tuning in. Yeah, it was nice seeing him. Um, Josh, of course, guessed the correct answer to you brought a baby into a bar, nice. which was... Sweet Home Alabama. Where the skies are so blue. So, Josh Mudge, we're calling you out now. Uh, we're going to drag you up in the booth, and you better come up here and host an open mic with us as well. Um, and for the rest of you, um, get the correct answer to that baby quote. Yeah. All right, we got to get out of here. We got to. We got a band getting ready to sound check. It's Friday night here at Colt Classic, so we're going to send you guys off with some music. Original music. Young band. Young band. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, debut performance, original music from... Chapel, Chapel Hill.
family and friends, um, Sarah, for helping us get up here. Um, and just the venue. Thank you so much. <laughs>